welcome to Live in the Messiah's Love. I'm your host, Kamisha Lucier, and I'm so glad that you're back. I'm so glad to be spending this time in the Word of God with you. And we are excited to get into the Word tonight. My beloved is here, and we're just going to get into the Word. Um, Darling, can you open us up in prayer? Absolutely. Thank you. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord. First and foremost, for who you are. Mm Mm-hmm but also for your word Amen. and for the revelation that you have given, that you, you. through your Holy Spirit, have, you, have taught not just us, but you're also continuing to teach us and reveal things to us, the secrets, Thank the you, mysteries Jesus. of Thank you, you and of your word and mm-hmm. what you are Thank doing you, in and through the lives and the earth to accomplish your purpose, your plan, Thank your you, will, Lord. Lord. Yes, sir. And Lord... I, Thank you, Jesus. I ask for grace as we give this this message, uh, and this mm-hmm. I'll say, this topic because we're getting to the thing that you are looking forward to, Amen. Uh, the the conclusion of time, but also reuniting, yes, Lord, us with yourself you, in the heavenly community, Hallelujah. or just just said more succinctly, reuniting the heavenly community, Amen. As you had planned a purpose from the beginning. Thank you, Jesus. Without spot, wrinkle, or blemish. Glory to God. Mm-hmm. So I thank you, Lord, thank that you God. are doing that. And you have given it to us to to share these things and to teach those that you are raising up as your warriors. Thank you, Jesus. For this end time season, your end time army, to bring in the end time harvest, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Uh, people that are going to do wonderful a mighty and great exploits. Thank you, Jesus. As your mighty men and women of valor. Yes, so we Lord. thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And Lord, we come against the, the enemy. We bind him. Yes, yes. From yes, Lord. any distraction. Thank you, Jesus. From trying to come against any mm-hmm. of your people mm-hmm. to rob them of your word. We Take care of that in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We not only bind him, but we rebuke him and cast him out. Yes, sir. That there be no distractions. We trust you, Lord, that you have it all under control. That you are bringing peace and shalom to the environments, to the situation. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And to the hearts and the minds of the people. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you and praise you and glorify your name, Lord. Thank you, Lord, Almighty God. And we ask these things in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' almighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen. Thank you, darling. Um, It's all the Lord, honey. Amen. The title of today's episode is called The End of Time, Time's Conclusion. Mm -hmm. God did not intend for time to go on forever. He intends for eternity to go on forever, Amen. but not time. We talked about in the previous episode, um, an acceleration of time happening when time was reset in Genesis um, chapter eight, verse 22, when it was put back together, um, actually, and you see the declaration or the announcement of it, rather, that the years of man would be um, 120 as a baseline um, in Genesis chapter six. So time did be um, did get reset, and there was an acceleration 
towards the end of God's plan, but that also just tells us that he didn't intend for time to go on forever. Um, He does not mean for us to live in a fallen state forever. He doesn't mean for us to be separated from him um, and his his heavenly community and his family to be separated for an extended period of time. So he is giving opportunity. um, And time was portioned out for eternity Um, a portion out of eternity, I'm sorry, to allow sin to be dealt with and removed permanently from the heavens. And God intends for eternity to go on forever, but in a perfect state, pure, without sin. Honey, you had something? No, I was, no, I was just going to say, let's, let's get to the word, the springboard scripture. Amen. And, uh, which is going to be in Revelation 10. And we're going to read verses five through seven. Uh, and start there, right? So it says this. Then the angel, whom I saw standing on the sea and on the land, lifted up his right hand to heaven, and swore by him who lives forever and ever, who created heaven and the things in it, and the earth and the things in it, and the sea and the things in it, that there will be delay no longer. But in the days of, of the... Excuse me, but in the days... Of the voice of the seventh angel, when he is about to sound, then the mystery of God is finished. As he preached to his servants, the prophets. Glory to God. Amen to that. Amen. There is a lot in those verses right there. (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, that's that's jam-packed full with um, revelation and understanding of the word of God. And we've been talking about, I just want to point out um, verse six, we've been talking about sin. I'm sorry, time was Mm -hmm. set apart, a a piece of eternity set apart and measured out and set parameters on to give opportunity to deal with sin. But on the other side of that coin is us to make our choice of who we are going to serve, the kingdom of light or the kingdom of darkness, God or the devil. And um, also within this process, be refined and purified to look like Jesus Christ and be Um, reconciled back to the heavenly community and the kingdom of God. And we also have that ministry of reconciliation to turn around and help facilitate that for our brothers and sisters who are coming through the same process that we've gone through to be reconciled to God themselves and to to be be, refined. That's right. Mm -hmm. Cleansed and purified as well. So in verse six, let's look at some very key language here. Um, when it down at the end of the verse, it says that there should be delay no longer. Amen. This is talking about time. When we read the word of God. Oh, go ahead, baby. Uh, just for, for the listeners, um, we're looking at the time concludes portion on the map. Which oh, is that's gonna right. Which going to be found on the mm-hmm. right side of mm-hmm. the map. Forgive me for not saying that earlier. <laughs> when you asked if I had something to say, I probably should have said that. Uh, <laughs> okay. Just raring to go, I guess. So. <laughs> Um, okay. I restrain myself a little bit here, and uh, no, but so we're on the the far right side, where the bar, the red line there for denoting time, is ending, and that's where we're going to be. I'll say talking from and teaching from in this lesson. Amen. Amen. So, Glory to God. So forgive me, honey. Honey, please continue. Oh no, no, you're just fine. Okay, so. That, that destination, that time frame that the, um, when we read in Genesis in the previous episode where the Lord said that he will not um, bear with man forever, 
that his spirit will not endure with them in a sinful state forever. He mm-hmm. meant there's only going to be a certain amount of time for everyone to come and make their choice. And then once that time is up, we're wrapping this thing up. And so when the, um, when the Lord is talking here in verse six, um, sorry, when the angel was talking in six and that there should be delay no longer. That means time is up. That's delay is a time reference and Mm -hmm. saying it's not going to proceed any further because again, it's not time is not meant to go on forever. It's short, it's finite, it's fixed. Mm -hmm. Eternity is forever. So let's keep going down to verse seven. It says, but in the days of the sounding of the seventh angel, when he is about to sound, the mystery of God would be finished. That is that purification mystery, that cleansing and what he's been doing this entire time is going to be done and complete. And he's ready for the next phase. Means everybody has had the opportunity to make their choice Amen. and to remain or to depart. Glory to God. Um, and then the continuation as he declared to his servants, the prophets. Mm-hmm. So let's go to Isaiah um, 60. And look at that, verses 19 through 20. And this is just one place. We we already talked about the prophetic declarations. Adam is the first human prophet um, in the word. And we see him making his, we talked about that, his prophetic declaration about Jesus's ministry and why and what that was, um, that first um, declaration of the Lord and the importance of it. So go ahead, my love. Amen. So Isaiah 16, 19 and 20 says, No longer will you have the sun for light by day, nor for brightness will the moon give you light. But you will have the Lord for an everlasting light, and your God for your glory. Your sun will no longer set, nor will your moon wane. For you will have the Lord for an everlasting light, and the days of your mourning will be over. Amen. Amen to that. That's a specific reference to eternity. Um, it does have a metaphoric to the natural realm, mm-hmm. but really the in, the intention of it is a declaration about our future and eternity, the eternal um, conclusion and state that the Lord is working towards. Amen. And we'll see some um, corresponding scripture as we continue through this lesson. Um, before we get into the the depth of it, I want to caution you and encourage you, as always, to listen and be led by the voice of the Holy Spirit in all things. We always want that. He is your God. We are your brothers and sisters in Christ. So first and foremost, and throughout the middle and entirety, listen to him. And I'm not saying that because I feel like he's going to discourage or dissuade from what I'm saying or what he's asked us to teach you. I'm saying that because there are many voices and many distractions in the world. And when studying the word of God, um, it's easy to focus in on the things that we find to be amazing or that we think are spectacular or important. But um, we are commanded to watch and be focused on the Lord himself. So let's take a look at Revelation 15. And I know uh, Revelation 16, verse 15. Revelation can be one of those books in the Bible that seems intimidating. It can seem um, amazing. It is, I mean, there's so many things in the, in the Word of God. And the Word of God is good. Um, but just keep in mind that we, because we're an elite force, we're to be focused. We have to stay focused on the Lord and not on tickling our fancies or amusing our minds. But we have to be focused on 
what our Lord and Savior is doing, saying, and how he's moving, and what his thought process is. Mm-hmm. Revelation sixteen fifteen. Okay, thank you. Honey. It says, Behold, I am coming like a thief. Blessed is the one who stays awake and keeps his clothes, so that he will not walk about naked and men will not see his shame. Amen. There's an alertness required. Amen. Right, and we talked about that at the beginning of, I'll say this, uh, basic training, you know, boot camp, green team prep, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And the equating it to David's mighty men. All they, they didn't even receive a command. They just heard David say, I would like some water. Mm-hmm. And they were on it. And not only were they they on it, as in like so alert and in tune that they were like, oh yeah, it would be nice to get them some water. No, they took action, went behind enemy lines, mm-hmm. into the well, got it and got the water, filled up a pitcher, however they did it, and brought it back so they could present it mm. to, well, uh, at the time, King David, right? With right. Type and shadow of the Lord. That's right. That's right. And they and it wasn't just one of them that went. They went as a team. Amen. They moved as a force to because they loved their king. And we love our God. We love our King Jesus. And because of that, our heart is attuned to his. Our heartbeat should match his heartbeat. Our our breath should match his breath. And if you've ever observed soldiers who've been around each other for a while, they naturally start walking in step with each other and they, <laughs> they get a sway. That, I mean, it, it's just interesting how that's happened because they've been drilled and trained to be mm-hmm. that way. How much more so should we be like that with our Lord and Savior, who we will lay down our life for and we are and have laid down our lives for. So when we look at this um, chapter 16, verse 15, it's right in the middle of the Lord disclosing some amazing information right that clearly the apostle john is just like over overwhelmed with the amount of information the excitement of it the mystery of it or the um and by information it's not just what he's receiving and being told actually at this point and for quite some time into this revelation it's observation He's watching. The the sights, the sounds, the, the things, the actions that are happening all around him. Mm-hmm. Not what the Lord is saying in giving commands. It's all the other excitement, the activity of everyone else in the heavenly community. Right. He's observing all exactly. of these things. There's future information that's being disclosed, and it's revealed information, but mm-hmm. it's still, he's being taught at the same time, he's being instructed by his tour guide, if you will. Amen. He's witnessing um, fantastic things in the spiritual realm that he's never seen before, or you know, he's maybe even heard of parts of things, but this is something probably unexpected and just amazing to see heaven at this point. And then in the middle of all of that, our Lord speaks. Mm-hmm. And what does he say? Not like, man, wow, this is awesome, dude. You better suck it all in. Look at all this stuff happening. I know, right? Right? That's so cool, right? He didn't say that. He said, behold, I am coming as a thief. Quietly, Mm -hmm. without pomp and circumstance, without trumpets, without an announcement. I'm coming in as a thief. Blessed is he who watches. Watches what? Ultimately for his Mm -hmm. coming. Watches the Lord. Exactly. And keeps his garments. He's busy doing what the father asked him to do and is found in the way that 
he should be or she should be found by him. Doing his will. Amen. Keeping his covenant. Amen. He's just your like God he, and you're his servant. Exactly. Just like he's right there in your presence the mm. entire time. Lest he walk naked and they see his shame. So in the midst of all that, God is coming through on another current. Yes, the Lord is the one who showed him all these things. He revealed all of this to him, but he's still coming in and spoke to him on a different current. That if you're not careful, you'll dismiss the things that seem little and you'll regard them as unimportant, but it's the very, it's the linchpin to That's what it. God is talking about and doing. And then if you look back at the beginning of Revelation, the Lord keeps saying something. He, he discloses and shares all this information about how the churches are being examined by him and how he's finding them. But there's a statement that he keeps repeating over and over and over and over. And it's just one statement. But what is it, honey? He who has an ear let him hear what the spirit is saying or depending on translation what the spirit says to the churches amen that's his people mm-hmm. and he said that in his earthly ministry as well but as he's saying it here we should hearken even more so mm-hmm. because he could say anything jesus could have said anything anything he wanted but this is what he said he allowed Absolutely. the angel um tour guide to share. He allowed the ministering angels to show what was coming, what had been, what was going to happen, what's happening now and what was coming next. He allowed all that to be shown, but his voice was on another current. Absolutely. And it said something very distinctive. So it's important that we are attuned to him, just like David's mighty men. There were more people in that cave or in that field or wherever they were hiding than these men that went and got the water. Mm-hmm. But only certain ones heard his voice on a different current. And then went and did. And then went what and executed. Was in his heart to have, or Amen. in his heart what he desired. Amen. So I, I hope, tune your ears to the Lord. Listen to the Holy Spirit. Let him minister to your heart and obey immediately what he's telling you. So typically, when we, humanity, discusses the end of time, people think of blood, fire, pillars, or vapor of smoke, or <laughs> Armageddon, you know, Revelation 16, 16. Um, but we, who are the skilled warriors of God, are not distracted by trying to measure outward signs to see how much time we have left Right, how much time we got left to sin before mm-hmm. we got to get it all together before the Lord returns. Um, but we who are the skilled warriors of God have our eyes, our ears, and our hearts tuned to the Holy Spirit and are coming into step with Him. Well, oftentimes, what seems like a big deal to us, to the human flesh, is to God a small thing. And what we think is a small thing to God is exact is actually a big deal. So, for example, like we, we were just talking about in Revelation sixteen fifteen, if you read all of this, you might conclude because of the abundance of words and descriptions, mm-hmm. that's the bulk of what you should be paying attention to. You should be focused on, you should be memorizing what the angels are going to be doing, what the sounds are, what the trumpets are, what the, <laughs> you know, what the, what the devil's doing. You should be memorizing all these things and trying to interpret what these signs mean and mark them out in the natural when you see them going past. But one little, there's one little spot here where the voice of Jesus cuts back through. And he says something. And it's one spot out of one verse out of 21. Well, actually, can can we say something in here, right? Yeah, sure, baby. So 
this is a, a boot camp training green team prep, mm-hmm. right? Of course. In the military, there are lots of, if you will, ceremonies. And they all come with specific events that have to happen and timing and all these other things. Mm-hmm. So as we read Revelation, the Apostle John is seeing the procession, if you will, played out. All these in, in any military ceremony, there are specific people that have specific roles at specific times mm-hmm. that are there to enact those things. Mm-hmm. So let's let's look at this in relation to during Jesus' ministry with a centurion, right? Of course, he mm-hmm. went there for his servant, and you know, the, everyone's like, "Oh no, it's he's he's okay. He's n- not one of us, but he loves us. He loves the people. He's blessed Israel. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He has mm-hmm. been a blessing. Yeah. And uh, so Jesus is like, "Oh well, let's go, and I'll, I'll hear your daughter." And he's like, "Well, I'm not worthy." The centurion says that mm-hmm. I'm not worthy to have you under my roof. Mm-hmm. He's like. All you have to do, or I recognize you're a man of authority. I too mm-hmm. am a man of authority. So if you just say the word, it wasn't about the pomp and circumstance. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about, I have to have Jesus enter my home for this to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, right, in any procession, ceremony, whatever, again, there are key things at key times. So the command was already given, right? Mm-hmm. The script is already written. It's just people carrying out the plan at the appropriate time. Mm -hmm. And that's when we look at Revelation, let's understand that as well, because that's what's happening, which is why Jesus can also, in the midst of all that, say, whoa, whoa, whoa. don't be swayed by this. Like everything's just going to happen in his plan. It's already been scripted out, if you will, because it's the Lord's plan, his purpose, his mission, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. his will, and his covenant. Right, and it's already been playing out. He called the end from the beginning, so this is already known. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For us, let's be aware and in tune for His leading, His word to us. Amen. And make sure that we're doing the business that we should be doing at the time we should be doing it. Exactly. And not occupied with other things. For example, Martha and Mary. Right mm-hmm. when Jesus was in His earthly ministry, Martha was sitting at the feet of Jesus. Mary was, I'm sorry, Martha was serving and Mary was sitting at the feet of Jesus. And Martha was busy. She was doing work that seemed important. She was feeding everybody. She was trying to be a good host. She was trying to care for them and love them. And then she said, hey, my sister's not helping. She's not doing what's important right now. Martha thought the service and the, the busyness, the activity was important. But He said, your sister chose the better thing, that which will not be taken away from her because she was sitting and getting the word of life from Mm -hmm. Jesus. And she prioritized in that season. Yeah, I see there's busy activity happening. I hear my sister clanking those dishes. I hear her going, (sighs) you know, (laughs) waiting for help or assistance (laughs) and it's not showing up. Stomping her foot, tapping her feet, you know, whatever it was. She heard all that. She saw the people coming in. She heard the hustle and the bustle, but she said, I need the bread. I need the word of life. The, the I need word. Right. So do we notice a pattern here? Amen. Just in these couple examples. Does someone look at, oh, we are serving, right? Mm-hmm. Doing the, mm-hmm. the work was mm-hmm. the key thing. And for the centurion, having the, or seeing or observing or having the healing, someone say, that's, that's the big thing. When in both instances, it was, no, no, no. 
I just need the word. What's the word from the Lord? Amen. And Jesus looked at that both times, right? And said, no, that's the greater thing. And in the centurions, he said, this is faith unlike I've seen in all of Israel. I'm paraphrasing. Amen. Right? But he said, I've not seen such great faith in all of Israel is actually what he, he mm-hmm. stated, right? So and when he, and he says, when I return, will I find faith upon the earth? Amen. Well, I find people that have heard my word and are doing it, are acting upon it. Mm-hmm. Not, Amen. not that there isn't an, an, an awesomeness to the Lord moving and in miracles and all those other things, mm-hmm. but it is his word. It's his word that he holds above his very name. So we need to be looking out on the alert, listening for his word, both written and spoken, because he is, a, he is the commander of angel armies, mm-hmm. of the heavenly hosts, of the Lord's armies. So, and he's living and active, and his word is. Amen. So, we, in order to do that, we have to A, know his voice, but that also denotes relationship. Amen. 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 And the priority that we place on that relationship. Because you can have relationships that you're like, mm, yeah, I know you, but... Mm. But that's not what the Lord's looking for, nor has ever desired it to be. Amen. Amen. He's looking for those who love the sound of his voice. They love um, the sound of his coming. They're that looking live for him. for it. That's right. And they're longing for him. And they are hungry for him. And they're willing to lay down their very lives uh, for him and not just the, I'll, I'll die for you, God, because you know, that mm. uh, sounds great for, <laughs> for natural ears. Yeah. Right. But then, right. Uh, what's he say about the children of Israel? These in the wilderness, these people honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. There's Amen. a distinguishable difference. So how can we say, we'll die for the Lord. Right. Peter said the same thing. Amen. Oh no, I, I won't let him do that to you. I'll die. You know, with you, if that's what it requires, mm-hmm. right? Well, then he denied the Lord. Well, have we denied <laughs> the Lord by putting our own will before mm-hmm. his will? And and if we do, then that doesn't denote an elite force, or nor does it meet the, if you will, what it needs to be, mm-hmm. or if you will, the what the Lord is looking for in his warriors and his end time army. Amen. Amen. And um, we were talking about Luke chapter 10 verses 38 through 42, um, Mary and Martha, uh, just a point of reference for you. So we're keeping our eyes focused on what the Lord is saying. So let's take a look at Revelation um, chapter 21 and chapter 22. Um, we're going to read through parts of it, and then we're going to do some, some connecting of, of some scriptures in just a little bit, or maybe in the next episode. Um, Let's start reading chapter 21. Okay. You just, I'll read and you tell me when to pause there, honey. Okay, honey. I think I'll let you read through it this time. <laughs> we'll <laughs> see, right. we'll see, no promises. <laughs> okay. So Revelation 21 begins, says, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth passed away, and there is no longer any sea. And I saw the holy city, new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, made ready as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne, saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is among men, and he will dwell among them, and they shall be his people, and God himself will be among them. And he will wipe away every tear from their eyes, 
and there will no longer be any death. There will no longer be any mourning or crying or pain. The first things have passed away. Mm-hmm. And he who sits on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. And he said, Write, for these words are faithful and true. Then he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give to the one who thirsts from the spring of the water of life without cost. He who overcomes will inherit these things, and I will be his God, and he will be my son. But for the cowardly and unbelieving and abominable and murders and immoral persons and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars, their part will be in the lake that burns with fire and brimstone, which is the Mm -hmm. second death. Then one of the seven angels who had the seven bowls full of the seven last plagues came and spoke with me saying, come here, I will show you the bride, the wife of the lamb. And he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain. And he showed me the holy city, Jerusalem, coming down out of the heaven of God, out of heaven from God, excuse Mm -hmm. me, having the glory of God. Her brilliance was like a very costly stone and as a stone of crystal clear jasper. It had a great and high wall with 12 gates and the 12 and the gates, 12 angels and names were written on them which are the names of the 12 tribes of the son of Israel. There were three gates on the east and three gates on the north and three gates on the south and three gates on the west. And the wall of the city had 12 foundation stones and on them were the 12 names of the 12 apostles of the lamb. The one who spoke with me had a gold measuring rod to measure the city and its gates and its wall. The city is laid out as a square and its length is as great as the width. And he measured the city with a rod, 1,500 miles its length and width and height are equal. And he measured its wall, 72 yards according to human measurements, which are also angelic measurements. The material of the wall was jasper. And the city was pure gold, like clear glass. The foundation stones of the city wall were adorned with every kind of precious stone. The first foundation stone was jasper, the second sapphire, the third chalcedony, the fourth emerald, the fifth sardonyx, the fifth sardius, the seventh crystallite, the eighth beryl, the ninth topaz, the tenth chrysoprase, the eleventh jacinth, the twelfth amethyst, And the twelve gates were twelve pearls. Each one of the gates was was a single pearl. And the street on the city was pure gold, like transparent glass. Mm -hmm. I saw no temple in it, for the Lord God, the Almighty, and the Lamb are its temple. And the city has no need of the sun or of the moon to shine on it, for the glory of God has illumined it, and the lamp is the Lamb. Mm -hmm. The nations will walk by its light. And the kings of the earth will bring their glory into it in the daytime, for there will be no night there. Its gates will never be closed, and they will bring the glory and the honor of the nations into it. And nothing unclean, and no one who practices abomination and lying shall ever come into it, but only those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life. 
Amen. Amen Glory to, to God. Thank you, sweetheart, for reading that. Um, and so now that we've we've covered that, I know the first time we went through this chapter, we were talking about identifying some key points in the Lamb's Bride and some information there. But now as we read this, remember that we already found a reference in um, Isaiah 60, verses 19 through 20. Now we see the mm-hmm. the correlation to that in the eternal realm and actually what it specifically was talking about. And then when we look back at um, our springboard scripture where he said, um, Revelation chapter 10, verse 7, that he had declared the mystery, right? The mystery of God would be finished as he declared to his servants, the prophets. So he told them that there was a another city, which is the same thing he told mm-hmm. Abraham, um, that heaven is where we're, we're, we're returning to. And that's what the focus is. Um, so he declared it to them. And so they're eagerly awaiting for this, but he's confirming here that this is actually what he's talking about, because we know that the earth is a copy of what's already in the heavens, In heaven, right? Earth is not the original. <laughs> There's copies here. Um, and the heavenlies, God is the original. The heavenlies are the original. Um, before we go, um, darling, is there something? Is there something you wanted to talk about? You wanted to say? Well, no, just along what you were saying. It's the restoration of the heavenly community, mm-hmm. and and we see and we read again. Who enters in? Those that have made the choice for the Lord, and those who walk in His ways, and exhibiting His nature, His character, His attributes, or said, as it's stated in Romans, that are conformed to the image of. God's Son, Jesus the Christ. Amen. That's who enters in. And it also, in what we just read in Revelation 21, denotes, it states very plainly, those who will not enter in. Amen. Those that practice things that are outside of his will, his nature, his character, that are in opposition to his covenant, that are abominations, and anything that even causes a lie. Amen. Amen. So this is after time concludes that chapter 21 begins. Mm-hmm. Time is time is ended. And then the next phase is rolled out of how things um, the Lord has concluded it. And I just want to say and just remind you again that God did not intend for time to go on forever, for sin to be lingering forever. He intends for eternity to go on forever, but in a perfect state pure and without sin so that eternity for those that are his amen that are his warriors that are his end time army his elite force it is a celebration glory to god for over as he says to all the churches in revelation to him who overcomes so for his warriors it's a celebration for overcoming amen Amen, amen. So we do have some more to cover um, with this and to talk about, but I think we're going to pick that up in another episode uh, just so you have some time to meditate on this and receive the word of the Lord re- and listen to the Holy Spirit and just receive from him because that's that's vital. That's vital that you, you take that opportunity to let the word take root in your heart. And as I said in a, a prior episode, you know, these are things that the Lord taught us over years. And so mm-hmm. we are you know, going through it quickly and succinctly. Um, 
in some regards to me, I feel like it's taken a long time, but <laughs> I realized in the scope of it, the Lord providing this information over years, and we're doing this in days Amen. or weeks, yes. that is a very compact time to receive this amount of revelation, um, revealed information, and that's really what the word revelation means, revealed information that's not readily mm-hmm. um, available to the senses. And that has to take time to permeate, to get through. To be written on the tablet of your heart. Amen. So that it is yours and can never be taken from you. Amen. Amen. So spend some time with the Lord. Allow the word to be watered. Listen to these episodes again so that you make this information. Um, and I, please forgive me for calling it information. It is revelation. It is absolutely the revealed word of God mm-hmm. and the Holy Spirit, the mysteries of God that he is apportioned for us in this time and season to be able to enjoy and to share um, and us together to share that with others. But let the word, um, let Jesus and the Holy Spirit water this word in your heart and take notes and spend time with the Lord. So I just want to thank you again for spending this time with us and remind you that we're praying for you. We love you. God loves you and remind you to live your life in the Messiah's love. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org. Click on connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe.